0: IVM.
1: What is a fitness trainer slash coach slash fitness entrepreneur slash an excitable athlete slash a procrastinator doing while hosting a podcast? Well, that is something which even I was thinking when IVM Productions reached out to me and asked if I wanted to host a podcast of my own. And then I realized, do you know, I really have something to talk about? And the answer was a resounding no. But you know what? I really had a lot of things to learn. And what better way to learn new things than this particular platform? Ron Organic is nothing but just a series of conversations with individuals who are inspiring in their own way. Now, they might or might not be into fitness, which is perfect because I want to know how these individuals have gotten to the point where they are right now and if at all fitness is one component that has helped them to reach over there Why fitness? It's something which I do professionally, it's something which I have been doing since the last 8 years and it's something which has helped me meet like minded people and help me grow not only professionally but also personally So, long story short, Drawn Organic is an extension of me And this is us, you and me, trying to have conversations with people who are going to inspire us in the most natural way or an organic way. And yeah, today's guest is Jyoti Bharat. And Jyoti is somebody who I have really looked up to. She's a footballer. She is, you'll know her. If you don't know Jyoti, you can just Google her. You can actually just check out her Instagram page. There's a spoiler. Spoiler. We are talking in length, in depth about her athletic career. And she was looking forward to for her football match, which was going to happen over here at the Nationals. And sadly, it just so happened that she has enjoyed herself and she's not going to play. Now, keeping that in mind, have a listen to this particular conversation. I think it's very insightful. It's beautiful. And once you're done, just message Jyoti and say "Get well will soon. See you. So Jyoti, welcome to the show.
0: Hi Kunal and thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
1: No points for guessing why you're on my show. Not because uh, <laughs> you're my best friend. <laughs> but but again, you're you're one of the best athletes which I know. And wow. you're being represented by the biggest brands in the country. Globally, in fact. So yeah, I'm just going to like go straight to the questions and I just want to have a a normal conversations and get your brains on what's happening right now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: Beautiful. So speaking about the elephant in the country right now, Neera Chopra, he did an amazing, amazing, amazing job and he is everywhere. He is right there. Okay. So tell me your thoughts about it. How do you see the entire ecosystem changing? How do you see the athlete life at the microscopic level per person changing over the entire country, and what are your uh, observations about this entire phenomenon which is happening right now?
0: So, see, first and foremost, you know, Neeraj Chopra. Let's just let's just put it out there that he is he's a rarity. Like what he's achieved, besides all the odds, is insane, and for someone to have. You know, it's a big thing just winning a gold in the Olympics, let alone winning it with the sort of sporting background that you get in India with uh, in a sport that's not really right up there amongst sports that are backed in India. So he's done like the impossible by winning a gold uh, in athletics. Um, you know, in India, there's this huge disparity. Firstly, there's, there's sport and then there's other stuff. Sport is anyway on a lower rank, okay? So there's business and, and law and uh, doctors and everything is above sport. Okay, so, so sport is automatically somehow in the minds of our public, it's the last option. It's the worst case scenario. So if you don't do well in studies, if you don't do well in anything, then out of sports. That's the sort of mindset that we, we have right from like a school level. The child who is like not doing well in academics, not doing well in elocution or oh, sportsman, he'll be good. And it's almost like uh, you build this reputation almost like, huh, you don't have, you're not good in sport in uh, studies, so up sportsman training. So, yeah. that, firstly, that's it where it starts. Then, secondly, from there we go on to a disparity within sport. So then there are these fancy sports and then there are these non-fancy sports. So the fancy sports will be played by you know. Uh, Kids whose parents push them into sport and they're like, huh, a child should play, but you need money. So it's golf, it's tennis, squash, uh, you know, stuff like that, that the parents will swimming. They, will you know, usher their kids into these sports because they know that the local meets even or even nationals, it's well paid. So there is some money in the sport. So their kids are sent and coaching and very fancy coaching and all this. They are sent there. Then you come to the lowest rung of sports. In, in India, which is your athletics. team sports, athletics, <laughs> athletics is right. That's even below the team sports, athletics, <laughs> you know, football, hockey. Let's not talk about cricket at all because cricket isn't a different, it's not a sport. Okay, then, there's, sport. Uh, <laughs> then there's other stuff like you got your wrestling and boxing and all that. So these sports are the last option. right? <laughs> like, so the people who are not doing well. No, don't have money. They will play these sports, and it's really sad because you know these are fantastic. For our national sport is hockey, uh, but yet people don't get into playing these sports. And even if you do, it's a struggle. Like it's you're almost, you almost reach this like multiple points along the journey of why am I doing? The, everything agrees against me, you know. By the hand and so many people and that's why the sporting ecosystem is so warped because people keep dropping out every, you know, every few years because the road is so, so difficult. So our ecosystem is not thriving. We don't, from kids, we don't go through, you know, getting sport, training and then when you're actually meant to be peaking as an athlete, that's why you're, you know, you're performing and you're playing for the country, you're playing for your state, whatever. We drop out along the way only because there's just too many hurdles. So that ecosystem is so messed up for sport. So coming back to Nizh Chopra, he has literally done the impossible. This is mission impossible that he has achieved. And because he had you know some backing from you know bigger companies, he managed and he got a foreign coach and got things together for him. But otherwise, it's very very rare.
1: So. Does a normal layman who's walking on the road and who is like revering Neeraj right now, does that person know the entire scenario of the amount of effort that he had to do? The massive achievement that he has had. Do you think they even know what he has gone through and what what he has achieved right now?
0: I honestly, Kunal, there is no way. There is no way that anybody, including myself, you know, knows the struggle that Neeraj Chopra has been through to get where he's got. The funding problems, the just the issue of being, in, you know, in a spot like athletics in India. It's huge, There's, he must have been for numerous meets a- along his career where no one is given, you know, no one knows he's been there. No one cares, he's been, he's been training, he's gone for these meets, no money. He's roughed it out, worse journeys, worse train rides. He's been there, come back, carried on training, diet, God knows what it was like before he's, you know, he got to where he's got. And the best part is now that he's got the gold medal, he'll get all the backing, all the backing, hmm. all the good food, all the great training, all the good uh, facilities and all that. So, but what's the no, point he's a now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: Which is actually a very interesting conversation, right? Because when you think of Neeraj as an anomaly in this entire ecosystem that we're talking about right now, the Indian sporting ecosystem, we're also talking about different anomalies who have also won medals in this Olympic yeah. itself. Like there were like women who actually won. Uh, we were talking about it, PV Sindhu won, uh, Mirabai Chanu won, and actually she won weightlifting, which is mind-blowing, oh. honestly. And she game uh, silver if i'm not yeah. wrong um yeah. and then Lovlina won and the hockey team did amazingly well there were like wrestlers who yeah. did amazingly well but is it just the idea of gold which is being fascinated by the indian people or just that people don't even realize like what's happening because from what i see from mm. where i see and this is like a true story right i was sitting at a bar and mm-hmm. we were like having a beer and we were looking at, it was like 4 p.m., 4.30 p.m. and we were looking at Neeraj's javelin throw. And yeah. when he did his second throw, if I'm not wrong, and it was like the best throw of that particular mm-hmm. and I knew, and I started clapping. I was mm-hmm. the only one who was clapping that entire bar and nobody could realize it. Mm-hmm. But only then, once people realized, after the news came out, after like people started posting about it, after everybody started talking about it, they started like, realizing that okay wow this is an amazing achievement because otherwise people had no idea and we're talking about like real life people right they have no idea what what was happening they had no idea Mm -hmm. that okay there was like javelin going on with it so Mm -hmm. why is this disparity among different sport and how much of a pr and uh marketing which actually plays a role in making an athlete a super successful athlete and making Mm -hmm. an athlete like a normal athlete who has to go through the same struggles even after winning all these gold medals, all these silver medals at world level and like national level and like even at Olympics?
0: You know, I, sometimes I don't understand it, Kunal, because personally, I love watching athletics. I think it's the most interesting sport to watch as a viewer. You know, track and field. But somehow, I just don't feel like our Indian public enjoys watching athletics, which is strange. They don't like watching it. No one likes watching athletics. In fact, to find athletics on uh, TV during the Olympics, it yeah. was hard. Because they kept going back to like archery and, <laughs> and uh, weightlifting maybe a little bit or like a, a team sport. But athletics was yaha wa they were showing in the middle. Whereas, I mean, I don't understand. Maybe it's not a glamorous sport. Maybe it doesn't have a fancy league that, you
1: know. Exactly. And and that is where I'm coming from also, right? I think glamour plays such an important part in an athlete's life these days in order to make that athlete a mainstream name, Yeah, which is very sad to be honest. But if an athlete isn't glamorous enough, I feel that the athlete's success levels are always going to be compromised because it's such a difficult thing to not be presentable Uh, not be out there, not be well-spoken and stay at a pedestal where people are going to look at you. So our media is always going to like look at different presentable individuals who are at the same level, right? So that is one observation which I had and I might be Mm. very, 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 very skewed at my observation, but this is something which I've realized that in order to make sure that you're making it, you also have to work so much on your soft skills. You have to work so much on different hundred percent. Exactly, different parts of your personality, right? And I think Mira did it really well.
0: He did so, it yeah. well. Um, you know, he's he's what he's now like a, a poster boy in India almost. He had almost yeah. like this this uh, young Dhoni sort of look yeah. when he when he started off, and then. You know he's a likable character he's not flamboyant he's not a he's not a big talker he's, he's a quiet sort of guy but he has uh, something nice about his personality that appeals to people but let me tell you if had he not won this gold I don't think he would have appealed to people so no one mm. would even care if he had not won this medal we would Deera Chopra would not be a household name and so that we come back to the the question of is he um, someone who, is, who makes that, good, that much of an impression that you would remember him even if he didn't win the medal? I don't think so. Plus, he's playing a sport that people are not really bothered about. Athletics. Um, I don't think he would be uh, a, a poster boy in India if he had just, say, been to the Olympics, not won a medal. But wow. the fact that he won the medal... Now people are looking more into his life. He's got a haircut. He looks nicer. You know, more presentable. I would say he's getting interviews. So people are getting to know him better. He, he's well spoken. So I feel that's you know the medal has changed everything. For him.
1: Yeah. So if it wasn't for the medal, it wouldn't have been for anything right now. I mean, like if because of the medal, he is where he is, and everything yeah. else is just an add-on. And that is is such an amazing point, I think. But nonetheless, keeping that in mind, has the perception of the masses changed in terms of uh, looking at sport in a different light altogether? Do you think people are going to look at Indian athletes in a different light or like, oh, wow, that person seems inspirational. That person seems uh, attractive. That person seems to be at a different level altogether. And like, I want to be like that person because when you see American athletes, for example, when you see American sprinters, I remember watching Justin Gatlin uh, Mm. way back. When I saw him, I'm like, dude, I I really want to have the personality that this guy has. Okay. When you see American women sprinting, you see like, wow, the, the amount of uh, the, the entire attire that they have is this, yeah, it's yeah. so flamboyant and it's, it's like making a statement every single time, right? So it's inspirational yeah. at the same time. You think Indians are actually going to start looking at the sport from that lens whenever they are going to look at the sport or it's this one anomaly which we are witnessing in a very, very, very long time?
0: You know, um, it's disappointing to say but I think it's an anomaly. Um, I think stuff like the Olympics is very short-lived in our brains. Soon after that, now we've gone back to IPL, cricket, some upcoming India tour. You know, it's any success in in any other sport, especially these sports that are not, you know, popular sports in India. It's very short-lived. In another six months, right now, there may be a craze. Everyone may be like, oh, chucking and javelin and all this. Or like, athletics, let's try athletics. But is it going to last? I don't think so. And the problem there is, there's no sustained media coverage. So I if we it. saw Neeraj Chopra perform at all the upcoming meets that are coming up, he's going for, uh, you know, the various, the golden circle and all that stuff, circuit and all that stuff. If, we get, if the public gets to see him in all those meets, maybe then. But now and the next time we'll see Neeraj Chopra, next Olympics if he's there, or next Commonwealth Games. So there's, people forget about him. If we see Virat Kohli play once in two years, Are we going to really remember who he is? Yeah, you know. And one day, one day, for one match. One day for like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's that's a huge thing. You sit in the minds of the public. If they see you, if they see you struggle, if they are living that journey with you, you know, fans live the cricket journey with the team. They know up now they're going to play here. Then they're going to play there. Then they have their favorites. Oh, this guy is going to play with. Mumbai Indians, this one's going to be... So, they follow them. They follow their lives. They live vicariously. We can't live vicariously through Neeraj Chopra because he's off the radar now. We'll see
1: him tara,
0: for next next uh, you know Commonwealth Games. So, it's sad.
1: Exactly. And you won't even see uh, athletes, including Neeraj, training as much also because after a point, it's not trending anymore. And, yeah. And yeah, God is, forbid we have a
0: bad meet okay like he has one meet where he say doesn't perform then we won't know where he's going next what what he's planning to do off the grid
1: but you know like as much as it sounds pretty dark to be honest but I still think that there is like a massive hope in terms of like having a lot more exposure to different kind of sports I mean of course Hmm. there has been like some kind of a uh, spotlight at one particular sport that a lot of people had no idea about mm-hmm. but there was a spotlight yeah but including that uh there is going to be some kind of spotlight in golf there is going yeah. to be some kind of spotlight in badminton and over the period of time i think there is going to be an upward trend in like people embracing sport as a part of something that is that they look up to and they they mm-hmm. look forward to because Athletes really go through a lot, man. And I think uh, a poster boy like an Olympian gold medalist like Neena Chopra, he he basically has the mantle right now to make sure that a lot of people are taking inspiration from him. Because a lot of young people, including myself, I'm like, okay, dude, this guy can actually do this. There's so many Mm -hmm. other people who can actually do this, right? Because you see this guy training, you see this guy like giving it all. And then you realize that, oh, wow. Algorithm also suggests you different kinds of athletes at the same time. And then you look at their profile. And then you look at yeah. their profile and the other profile. And then it makes you realize that okay, take it. you know what? This there are a lot of other people, there are a lot of other players. I was the one who was like blinded. I was the mm-hmm. one who was like not aware. So mm-hmm. I think eventually this is going to happen. Of course, it's always going to come from a very, very, very different part. Yeah. Or different idea. But then it's going to evolve into something which is going to be much better. At least I'm being more optimistic about it. So, Yeah,
0: hopefully you can all. I would love to see a change and, you know, a minor shift in the interest of our our nation into being interested in other sport, you know, pushing kids into playing sport that may not necessarily be glamorous sports. And for kids to make that decision to play sports based on only what appeals to them and not what is will be financially better for them. So there's only kids who may they may love athletics and that may be their first pick, but then they are ushered into nay athletics Ha
1: mm-hmm. ha.
0: So I mean people need to play what they want to play.
1: Yeah man like interesting times though. I don't think it's going to happen immediately but whenever that happens Hmm. it will happen. I I really hope that we survive long enough to actually see that. But one thing immediately that is going to happen is going to take a small break then we are going to come back and we are going to actually speak to Jyoti about her future plans because I think she is doing a lot of other things and about her athletic career. So stay tuned and see you in a bit. Welcome back. Jyoti it was an amazing conversation. We spoke in length about Neeraj Chopra like everybody else in this country. And uh, I think it was an important conversation. I really hope that a lot of people start looking at different sports altogether. Uh, one recommendation of sport that you really think is something that you'd love to watch. For me, it's weightlifting. For you?
0: For me, athletics, track more so. Track and maybe swimming.
1: Swimming, dude. Swimming, like yeah. 800 meter swimming, remember?
0: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Those people are built to something else.
1: Yes, and even water polo. I think water polo is oh. such such a difficult sport. It's one of the most difficult sports. There is a YouTube video.
0: how people do? How people play that sport? It's impossible.
1: You know, there is a YouTube video uh, where they show the American women's water polo team uh, hmm. training. And Hmm. they were showing us that you have to stay afloat all the time. And in order to stay afloat all the time, they have to keep pedaling their feet throughout the entire game because otherwise they'll just sink, right? So Hmm. they have to keep pedaling, keep pedaling. And they have to create enough power to thrust their body up and get the entire uh, ball. At the same time, go down, pedal again, make sure that they're finding enough grip. And then swim up and down. Swim up and down with the ball and throw it. It's, it's next level, it how difficult it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Impossible.
1: <laughs> Impossible, honestly. But you look at them and they're built like... Beasts. Beasts. They're, they're beautiful, beautiful humans. But speaking of athletes, tell me one thing. What is the athlete life in India, dude? I mean, the normal life of hmm. a person in India is... ten standard, tak badhai, college. After college, you have to do... Then you get a job, do a job, a business, or do a or a retirement. Hmm. Le lo, aur ye. So like it's, it's something which is like very streamlined and it's it's yeah. more believed in and it's something that a lot of people end up doing, right? Because that was my yeah. game plan also.
0: Yeah.
1: What is the athlete life?
0: The athlete life is start off in school, Um don't do too well in school. <laughs> Take to sport, <laughs> then, <laughs> then you're just butt going around the place. Okay, then you're looking for uh, training centers. Then you find something that works for you. Then hopefully you make it your national team. Then it's struggle because you're not going to get good facilities. You're not going to get paid. So you got to do something on the side. Then you play for your state. Hopefully you get spotted by someone from the national team, uh, scouts. Hopefully you get called to a national team sort of camp. And if you make it to that uh, camp, hopefully you get selected to play for India. Your tournaments are very erratic for most sports, at least. Or I can talk for, to you in, you know, in terms of football. Um, sometimes you'll have months and months of nothing. Then suddenly you'll have months of back-to-back tournaments. So you got to do something else in between. Otherwise, you just can't sustain yourself. And then, yeah, your, your life as a sportsman is very limited. Because the you know they're younger athletes coming up all the time, fitter, younger. They got that you know that sort of never. They just don't get tired, and and, and as you, I feel like in India, your athlete life is even more limited because your your life is hard. Like you have to struggle so much. It's not comfortable. You're not getting the best diet. Uh, so it, that's limiting in your in your uh, sporting your life span. So the turnover is quick, your life is over as an athlete, you get replaced by someone. And then these athletes usually maybe apply for get a government job through their sport, get posted depending on the sport. So if you're playing a good sport, you get posted to a good area in the railways or something. If you're playing a sidey sport, you get posted to some sidey area in the country, the railways. Or the other option is if you want to be a little more enterprising, you open your own academy. So that is the kind of route that most sports people in in India take.
1: Yeah. And then we're talking about like why don't a lot of people take up sport, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This was the climax, guys. This was this was not a happy ending (laughs) for a movie. (laughs) No, but like this is such a I won't even call it I don't know what to call it exactly, but I I feel that this is people who play sport, not only they have to go through a lot of uh, physical stress, not only they have Mm. to go through a lot of physical training, physical hardships, physical workout, uh, physical, like they have to build their physical toughness over the period of time. They also have to build their mental toughness. I think
0: that is everything. Yes.
1: Yeah. Right. And like every single day when they wake up, they have to first fight the anxiety of wanting to feel better about themselves when they are in, where they're always surrounded by competition, that they're Mm. always surrounded by judgments. They're always surrounded by people who are always going to uh, either push them down or put them up. And if they put them up, that's always going to be such small momentary achievement that because you know that somebody else is going to come in and it's also so short-lived. So it's for so athletes, it's, it's so difficult, man. I can't even imagine how difficult it can be. But you said that something about like sustaining themselves while not doing actively or competing yeah. actively, right? So how yeah. how do... I don't know about a lot of other people. Um, they might get a lot of job, uh, government jobs and stuff like that. But you, yeah. I know, are into fitness. Yeah, and, 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 so
0: I need to, you know, train uh, beside my football as a personal trainer because... The football season is very erratic, you know, um, so I can't be sitting idle for months on end. The money we kind of make through football is pittance. You cannot survive on that. So you've got to do something else. And, you know, lucky for me, I've gotten to a line that is that I enjoy and also keeps me fit. So it sort of goes in somewhat uh, a hand-in-hand sort of way with my sport. But um yeah, like I can't imagine someone who's working in a completely different field and then sort of has to come back and get into that sporting mindset because it's it's very hard and I don't know how sustainable that would be.
1: But they do that. They do that. But I do mean, that. kudos yeah. to them. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to them. Speaking in length about the fitness industry for you, um yeah. would you would you recommend other people to join in fitness industry if they are also pursuing Uh, athletics being into sports?
0: Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, especially as a personal trainer, especially nowadays, because of the whole online uh, scene and you can have, you know, online clients and stuff. I think it's a great alternative sort of um, career to have going side by side with your sport because number one, uh, it's something that can be done from anywhere. You can even carry on working while you're at a camp, say. Um, And secondly, I think as an athlete, you can sort of do some sort of transfer of knowledge, knowledge in terms of training, especially if you're doing a sport that is, you know, a little more endurance-based. And you could correlate that to someone's, you know, regular training as well. So uh, that helps because you've got the experience, first-hand experience, you know, and you've, you, you do a lot of, you know, off-field workouts, work, uh, workouts as well. So that helps, and I think they are very closely linked.
1: Yeah and I, I personally believe that a lot of people would look up to an athlete. Yeah, giving them knowledge, because yeah. it's fascinating, right to actually because I think fitness yeah of course. And that is very important. Uh, that is my way yeah. of like selling my services. For athlete. yeah. Like just, just saying that, you know what? oh, I've played for India, and yeah. uh, this is what my training has been. And now I am ready to give out my knowledge some yeah. of you guys so if you guys want to some uh take some kind of like training for me i'm happy to help uh, and these are my certifications yeah. because i think that is very important and these are yeah, my yeah, certifications so
0: hmm.
1: so please uh if you guys are looking forward just reach out to me and i think the amount of people that are going to reach out to an athlete turned coach is going to be yeah. massive right because it a is, lot of people is. want inspiration they so, want
0: inspiration i also feel like a lot of uh, people who maybe were into sport at one stage uh, and then sort of dropped along the way or people who are just inspired by sportsmen, they have this thing of like, I want to train like a, like a real athlete. I want to train like a, like a sportsman. And then when they do get to like train with someone who's played a sport or has trained in a certain way, it it's somehow, you know, they feel good about it and they feel like they're training uh, like a sportsman would if they were playing professional sport. I think that I get cues. that a lot. Like, yeah, like I want, exactly. to, I want to train like, how did you train when you play f- football? Like, I want to train that hard, which is nice that people want to experience that and all. But it's good for, for people that, get yeah, into training, for sure.
1: And also like, I think athlete-turned-coaches are also like phenomenal coaches because it's also like mental conversations that you guys have with yourself in yeah. order to like pump yourself up. Or, in order to uh, just like make sure that you're putting the best version of yourself forward, uh, right. those are the conversations that you can actually like share with your clients mm-hmm. also. And I think uh, that's. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that, is, that yeah. is such a rare thing to do, right? Because a lot of people cannot do that. A lot of coaches, a lot of fitness instructors cannot do that, but athletes can do that. So, I agree. that's that. So, if you are somebody who is an athlete and are worried, about what you can do, I yes. figure that Jyoti uh, highly recommends, and even I, for that matter, highly recommend that you actually try and venture into fitness as an industry because I think fitness industry one thing is has low barrier for entry. So if yeah. you just do a couple of certifications, which I really uh, suggest that you should do, and it's please not do. that expensive either. Yes, please. please. Do. So you guys know what you're talking about, and. Because it's online and if you have a decent enough of, decent amount of presence, I think you guys are going to like blow up in this industry. Because a lot of people, every single one, including myself and people who are listening right now, would want some kind of uh, knowledge and some kind of experience that you guys will have to share. So please do that because you are doing an amazing job being an athlete. But at the same time, I feel that you have to be smart about it also. And you have to make sure that you're looking out for your future also. So, that's that. Jyoti, one last question. Yes. What are your future plans? Are you opening up an academy? You
0: know, Kunal, I've realized (laughs) quite early on in my playing career that I would not be a good uh, (coughs) skill coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like my footballing skill is very... It's not learned. I never had any formal coaching. I've never honestly, at least in my formative years, or yeah, I would say even till, till I actually played for the country, I have never had formal training. I don't understand what formal training is. My footballing, whatever I can do with my footballing skills is very inherent. And I find it very hard to teach something that I have not been taught. And which is why, for me, getting into skill-based training or being like a football coach, it's just out of the question for me. Would I get into something that is like you know strength and conditioning for for sportsmen or teams? Uh, For sure, that's something that I could look at uh, going ahead. But uh, most upcoming for me is our nationals have been announced, so I have a football Mm -hmm. tournament coming up. After like a good two years of uh, you know lockdown COVID and all that, and I have to say, I was thirty when I last played national round thirty two and I can feel <laughs> the two years oh they've just God. gone by, but you feel it yeah. on the field, or maybe I'm just taking a little while to get used to it again, but you know it's hot and we're training like crazy and it's really It's pulling the body down. You really feel it, especially after this break. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. It's a huge mental sort of thing for me right now to be training at this level, uh, pushing myself. But uh, let's see how that goes. It's coming up in November. And yeah, hopefully we'll have a league next year. Hopefully with COVID easing out a little bit, maybe tournaments will resume and footballing life will resume as well
1: and jyoti if there is one person who i know who can actually like kill it and look beautiful while killing it it's you uh so of course it's it's two years of like just doing normal workouts so it's yeah. always your body's always going to be in a very different minds body set, mindset altogether. It's in a different uh, zone. Yes, zone altogether. <laughs> but, but yeah. it's something that you can always handle. It's something that you will always uh, come back with because you, you have been doing and you're so good at it. So yeah. don't worry, dude. Uh, just some more practice. And I'm more pretty practice. sure that your competition is going to feel the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Everyone, Everyone's struggling. Everyone's, you know, suddenly like, shit, we haven't been eating enough. I almost sometimes feel Kunal that like my, hit is just not transferring onto the field it won't terms, right i think running is a totally different ball game yeah 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 uh if you have got to run you got to run you know yeah. um so yeah a lot of people do think hmm. a
1: lot of people do think that HIT is going to like have like a massive uh transfer on field but no nah. <laughs>
0: nah, i can nah. give that You're to like, you in writing yes. <laughs> um no no nope, no nope.
1: yes like hrt is like at a pedestal right now they should realize that uh-uh, like, uh uh like you if you have to like run faster you have to start running faster yeah,
0: yeah all yeah, these yeah. things are like <laughs> supplements
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: but but nonetheless no, Jyoti... burpees we- are going to make you better runner
1: okay. <laughs> yeah because you don't do burpees on a football field when you're right? running.
0: exactly
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless Jyoti, i really feel that you are and because I know you personally, and because I have been meeting you <laughs> in the last two years, and a part of the reason why you are at this particular fitness level is <laughs> uh, you. Yes, and the crows that uh, you order. But <laughs> uh, because I have known you, and because I know you, I know that you will always take the best version of yourself out on the field. So, make sure that you are careful. Make sure that you are giving your 100% because yep. you, you are an inspiration to thousands, not thousands. So Thanks, All the best, Jyoti. All
0: right. Yes, yeah. you
1: are. And uh, how do we reach out to you, Jyoti?
0: You can reach out to me on my Instagram handle, jbarrett
1: 10 barrett 10 And yep. uh, also, one last question. Um, do you always fake being the quieter one in the party.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. Neither am I going to affirm that. That's, uh, that's to be seen at a party. You know,
1: yes, for sure. uh, guys, for those of you who have no idea what you're talking about, it's basically some kind of context uh, for you guys. Uh, it's basically Jyoti always has this amazing calming personality or this calming mask on that always intrigues people so everybody comes and like talks to her because they just want to like you know like peel the layers of this particular complex (laughs) person this mysterious person and which I know (laughs) is a sham
0: (laughs) it is not a sham oh my god a complex human being like
1: an onion onion right <laughs> okay, thank you All so right. much, Jyoti. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kanal. Thanks,
0: yeah, fun conversation.
1: Thanks so much. Yes, thank you. See you guys. And if you guys have any questions for Jyoti or myself, just let us know. You can actually DM us. My Instagram handle is at rate Jyoti's Instagram handle is jbarrett10. And welcome to. The first episode of Raw and Organic. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it and looking forward to speak to a lot more inspiring and interesting people in the most Raw and Organic way possible. So thank you. See you.